Open up that crystal Pepsi and get comfortable. This is Dope Nostalgia. Hi, everybody. We hope you had a very, very Merry Christmas. And it's almost 2022. We're hoping for the best for next year, let me tell you. So uh, if you guys want to give us a call and let us know about your Christmas or any of your 90s Christmas memories or even something you wanted in that Sears Christmas wish book, I'm still going to have your story on the show. So you can give us a call at 780-851-8785. Leave us a message. Long distance charges may apply because it's Canadian and I don't know where you're calling from. Hey, so yeah. It'll be really fun to uh, play some of your messages on the air. We also have some exciting news coming um, from a couple of artists that we have featured before on the show. But today, my special guest is DJ Cyberdoll. She is that Wahlburgers chick, and she is going to be on the show with me talking today about one of our favorite new kids on the block, whose birthday just happens to be December 31st, Mr. Joseph McIntyre, Joey Mack and his solo career, and his very first solo album that came out in 1999. But first, here's a little bit of news. Hot off the presses. Adjust those rabbit ears. You got that antenna pulled up? It's time for some dope nostalgia news. So back on episode 74, my guest Sebastian, a very knowledgeable 18-year-old when it came to 80s and 90s pop music, uh, discussed the musician by the name of Anna, and she has finally been able to get her music out there streaming for everyone to hear. So it's been really hard to find her stuff, but as of January 21st, you'll be able to find Anna's album Anna and her album Body Language on digital for the very first time. You can find that at Amazon Music, Apple Music, and Spotify. Check out her stuff. I absolutely adore her. Uh-oh. Episode 90, Two Unlimited. Our special guest, Ray Schlinghard. I, like, I gotta give props to Anna and Ness from NKOTV Polls for teaching me how to say that last name. Thank you, guys. <laughs> um, so anyways, Two Unlimited, brand new podcast of their very own that is now out on Spotify and on their own YouTube channel. You can find them on Spotify at Two Unlimited Talks, the podcast. They've already released two episodes, so go give them a listen. Uh-oh. Wikipedia Moments. Joseph Mulry McIntyre is an American singer-songwriter and actor. He is best known as the youngest member of the pioneering boy band New Kids on the Block. He has sold over one million records worldwide as a solo artist, and he has worked in film, television, and stage, including performing on Broadway. McIntyre was born in Needham, Massachusetts and raised in Jamaica Plain, United States. His parents were Thomas McIntyre, a union official, and his wife Catherine, a community theater actress. He is the youngest of nine children and was raised in an Irish-American Catholic family. In 1985, just before his 13th birthday, he joined New Kids on the Block, replacing the member Jamie Kelly. And since the other four members of the band were already longtime school friends, he initially found it difficult to mesh with them. They eventually became one of the most successful boy bands of the late 20th century, producing two number one albums on the U.S. Billboard charts. In 1991, Forbes listed them as the highest-earning entertainers, beating Madonna and Michael Jackson. 
They split in 1994, reunited in 2008, and they are active and together ever since. When the new kids split, Joey got involved in acting and made his acting debut in the film The Fantastics. He's also been in several Broadway plays, including the film Waitress, the Broadway musical Wicked, and many more. Joey's been involved in many TV shows and movies, such as The Heat with Melissa McCarthy. He appeared for a season on Boston Public and was a contestant in Dancing with the Stars. But what we're really here to talk about today is Joey's solo career and the first solo album that came out in 1999. Now, he used his own money to finance his first solo album, Stay the Same, and it sold off his website. He then chose the album's title track as a single and took it to local Boston DJs, which eventually garnered the song National Airplay. That combination of airplay and website sales for the single led him to signing a recording contract in 99 with Sony Music. Sony Columbia being the original label of New Kids on the Block. Stay the Same was re-released and sold more than a million copies around the world, and the single Stay the Same peaked at number 10 on the Billboard Hot 100. The second single from the album was I Love You Came Too Late. We're going to talk a little bit more about that amazing album and what Joey's been up to since with our good friend DJ Cyberdoll, a.k.a. That Wahlburgers Chick. From NK Airplay Radio, please welcome Raven to the show. Okay, so you have your waitress cup and you have your Joey Mac framed poster. So I have this. I have my wait when I saw him on Broadway. And then, of course, the original. I have all five, but we're doing Joey today. So, yeah, yeah. I kind of like geeked out and like bought my Joey picture. <laughs> Is that the original one you had as a child? No, I had to rebuy it because, you know, mm-hmm. it got lost and stuff like, yeah, when my mom passed away, everything got thrown out. So I had to rebuy it, but I got it. You know, I was thinking back about like I had so much new kid stuff, so much, and I never kept any of it. And I really regret it now, <laughs> yeah. you know? The one thing I really want again, though, is that Lynn Goldsmith book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can I get have- it. It's out there, but it's it's a little more expensive than it was <laughs> to get it now. Right. Mm-hmm. See, that's the thing. When it comes to the guys, they're like my drug of choice. Right. So mm-hmm. I will figure out whether I'm going to pay a bill or buy some new kids stuff. So yeah. <laughs> oh, it really, it can come to that sometimes. I know that's funny. Mm-hmm. So everybody, I want to uh, introduce you to Raven, DJ Cyberdoll. Hi guys. Uh, she is a DJ as well on new kids, airplay radio and kairplay.com. And tell them everybody about your shows. So I'm also known as that Wahlburgers chick and I have a day in the life of a blockhead where all you guys can come and tell me your wonderful stories of your encounters with the guys, concert cruises. Everyone has a story, even if they never met the guy. So you come on that show to tell us your story. My second show, of course, is if you go away stories of our blockhead angels, which is our uh, fans that passed away way and their loved ones that are left behind can come honor them and tell their stories and their encounters and stuff with the guys on that show so yes those are my two shows on That's such a beautiful a beautiful idea for a show like really cool 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me on your show too. A few months of back. Of course, Jordan girl. <laughs> <laughs> we, we had a good time reminiscing about mm-hmm. things for sure. Now we got the big tour, the mixtape t- 2022 tours coming up. Tell me you got tickets. I do. I actually, for the first time in my entire life, I got one barstool seat for Prudential <gasps> Center in New Jersey. So that's going to be amazing. I can't wait. I'm going by myself, but it's okay. That's fine. Yeah, that's you're never totally by yourself fine. when you're a blackhead. You're too busy admiring the five men on stage to care. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. And then I have tickets to Atlantic City. I'll take my kids to that one and that one will be oh. cool. So I'm going to see them twice. So your kids are blockheads? No. <laughs> <laughs> My 15-year-old just wants to get out the house and she likes all the artists that are on tour with new kids. So she likes yeah. new kids to an extent, but she's not a baby blockhead, unfortunately. And my little <laughs> one could care less. <laughs> she just wants to get out the house. It's like, ooh, lights, exciting. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. I'm going to Sacramento and San Jose for those shows. I we have five star VIP for both. So yes. oh, my god. oh my god, we need this. After yeah. all this time, we need this. Yes, girl. Good because then you'll come on my show and tell me your experience. Absolutely. Oh man, <laughs> I'm so stoked. Especially after this horrid year that we've had, year and a half. It's like, oh, I hope everything goes just beautifully. Um mm-hmm. So I've asked you because you are primarily a Joe girl, right? So here's what happened. So when I first fell in love with New Kids on the Block mm-hmm. back in the 80s and stuff, I was a Joe girl. I was a Joe girl through and through that voice, those eyes. You could tell me anything. I was in love with him. It was when I got older. I still I still love Joey, of course, but Donnie just does that to you. Right. But we're going <laughs> to talk. He does. He did a lot of really cool stuff for me to honor my best friend that passed. And it was like this whole thing. And so I just fell in love with his soul and his heart. And that's mm. why I became a Donnie girl. But every time I hear Joey's voice, I blush and I'm still like, ah, like you can't resist. You can't resist them. I love Joey. I still love Joey Joe. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to talk about your Donnie story? Um, okay, we can definitely. I mean, I, I had um my best friend Alma, which happens to be the same name of his mom, had passed away in 2017. She was supposed to be with me on the cruise and she didn't make it. So I decided to still go on the cruise. I had her ashes with me in a necklace and I bring her with me to every new kids event. So if you guys see me, I will always be wearing her because she's with me. And so I had a I blew up a picture of her. And during the cruise, I held up the picture. Right. And uh, Donnie noticed it and called me down to the stage. He hugged me probably for like two minutes, but it felt like a lifetime. Mm. And when he hugged me, he asked me, tell me about her. And I was able to tell him. And I told him her favorite was Danny. He took me backstage. Danny took a picture with her. So did John, because she loved John. John cried with me as well and wanted to know about her. And Jordan, I was in the I was in the elevator with Jordan on the way to see Danny and John and didn't realize until it was too late. I was like, oh, my God, because Jordan got a dance with him and 
there with me, you know, on the next cruise. But (laughs) (laughs) it was a whole thing. And he made that entire night about my bestie Alma. He did a a tribute and and a moment of silence on the Lido deck and VIP. I mean, he hooked me up. And so I was hooked. I'm like, He did that for me and it was amazing. And yeah, so I was like, oh, you know, I mean, I, of course I love my Joey, but that that got me. What a beautiful yeah. soul. Hey, that guy. Yeah, he did that. He did that. <laughs> wow. Oh, well, I'm so happy for you. How many cruises have you been on? Two. Yeah. Yes, I was in 2014 was my first one. I went by myself because I didn't find any blackheads that, you know, I knew at the time. Mm-hmm. And that's when they were recording um, Rock This Boat. And yeah, I was on there. Yeah, it was cool. It was so cool. What was it like being there with all the camera crews recording a reality show at the same time? It was amazing. I mean, I got to talk to some of the camera crew. I wasn't part of the show but mm-hmm. I was there and I experienced everything and I got to talk to the couple that got married. I'm still trying to get them on my show. Um, you know, I got to talk to some of the crew members and it was cool just seeing the cameras. I was like, a girl got to get in front of the camera. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, yeah, but it was fun. It was fun. It was fun watching that. And the fact that uh, she had her dream wedding, which I always dreamed of it too. You know, Joey walked it down the aisle, Donnie. Oh. I was like, get your moment, girl. You know, we was all a little jelly, but I was like, get your moment, girl. It was beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it was beautiful. Oh. I, can't, I can't hate. I mean, these guys are amazing. Yeah, they really do everything for their fans, like, you know, above and beyond, which is a lot of people can't say they do the same, but uh, that's why they're still around and we still love them. Yeah. Now, we were going to talk about your first love, Joey, today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Joey girls. I love you, Joey girls. Like you're so much fun. And what is it about Joey Mac that got you in the first place? I'm telling you that voice, that little high pitched voice sounding like MJ and just like, mm-hmm. you know, he was just so adorable. Those big blue eyes. He yeah. was, so, he was like the most innocent one in the group you know and mm. if we want to hold on to our innocence we're a joey girl you know because he's just like so cute mm-hmm. like so adorable you want to pinch the cheeks you want him to sing to you you want him to stare at you with those eyes and he was the youngest so it was like oh you know you either wanted to put him in your pocket or you just <laughs> <laughs> wanted to hold on to him for dear life i mean it's joey mac man it's funny you were mentioning how like he had that voice, but he was the only one whose voice hadn't matured yet. Right. In the group mm-hmm. until, but he recently when the guys were on Kelly Clarkson, he it is said very shortly after please don't girl became a hit, his voice changed. Mm-hmm. I know. And it was like, Oh my God, it changed what happened. But we were still in love with him because those eyes I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> And that big old smile. Yeah, yeah. One thing I didn't realize about Joey while it was all happening because he was so young is how funny he is. Mm -hmm. Because you see that more now as an adult, like his sense of humor, like he has the guys cracking up all the time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, he's goofy. We like that about him, too. He's (laughs) a little goofy. Yeah, he he could be serious, too, because he's like 
the business guy, the serious one in the group too, but he's definitely goofy. You know, I admired all his work on Broadway, you mm. know? So yeah, he's just, I followed him I, a little, just a little. How many times have you seen him on Broadway? Actually only once. I've never been able to be able to afford to see him. Like I really mm. wanted to, but um, I'm doing a little better now. So I'm able to do this. So I saw him in Waitress. That's where I got my cup. <laughs> I saw him like, uh, sorry, go ahead. Right before COVID. Yep. I got to see him in waitress and that was cool. He was like right there. And I was like, I'm breathing the same air as him in this theater. Oh my God. (laughs) I think we all say that when we're in the room with them. (laughs) Did you get to talk to him? I got to meet him after the show. We took a picture together. I was wearing the green, not to, not for, being that Wahlburgers chick, but more for his Irish roots, you know. So I just, yes. yeah, yeah. And then uh, he recognized me. Oh, your cat is gorgeous. She manages <laughs> to sneak her way into every episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have my dog, but I have to put her away because she makes so much noise. <laughs> but yes, um, I did get to meet him after the show, and it was cool. He stood around and take pictures with the fans and stuff. You know, they're very good with that. So. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, mm-hmm. How much does it cost to go to Broadway anyways? Like how much is an average ticket? It depends. It could be, it depends where you want to sit. So um, the tickets yeah. could be as cheap as $59 or they could be over a thousand depending on what the show is and where you want to sit. So I, I don't think I paid more than like maybe a hundred and change mm-hmm. when I went to go see them. Cause I was like, I can't afford those orchestra seats. So I'm just gonna wherever I can get it, I'm going to get it. (laughs) That's pretty sweet that you got to go. I'm happy for you. Tell me some more of your stories about uh, the boys and meeting the boys and your Joey stories. So we all know that his first album, Stay the Same, came out in 1999. It came out in March. And I remember this, believe it was the 16th, because my birthday is March 1st. So when the album was coming out, that's all I wanted for my birthday. (laughs) <laughs> was Joey's album so it came out I saw the video for stay the same on TRL I remember that you know oh, yeah oh yeah I know right oh my god anyway and um I stayed glued every time I hear the name and I was like oh my god oh my god it's Joey and he's thinking again and it's amazing and it led me to believe because Jordan also came out with an album love it, love it. give it to you and um it was like, okay, you got two of them. Come on. They got to <laughs> get back together. Like I was hoping because I never got to see them when I was uh, uh adolescent, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I never got to see them. So he came out with Stay the Same and I played that over and over and over. I think I drove everybody crazy, you know, at this point. Yeah. At this point, I was into like rock and heavy metal and I was into Marilyn Manson and stuff. And then here I am. I'm like, all got out, but I had to go back to my roots. Yes. <laughs> and listen to my Joey. And I absolutely loved it. Loved it. I mean, he has some other songs on other albums now that I like a lot better. But, mm-hmm. you know that was like ha moment you know and so he toured for that album i got to buy tickets to see him at what used to be called the hammerstein ballroom in new york city 
Yes. What's it called now? Uh, I believe it's like the Manhattan Center or something. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But it used to be called the Hammerstein Ballroom. And I went, I was going to go with an old, old friend of mine from Brooklyn, but she never made it to the show. So I was still holding on to the ticket, but I was there. It was standing only. So a girl had to try and push her way to the front because, mm. you know, I needed to see my mans. <laughs> <laughs> And it was so cool. And so that was the first time I ever got to see any new kid live ever. And it was Joey. Yeah. Yeah. So and that was amazing. That was that was the first time I saw him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So was that 1999 when that happened? That was it was either 99 or 2000. It was one of those. Yeah. When I saw him at the Hammerstein. Yeah. Mm-hmm. then I saw him again at BB King's I took my daughter with me she just wanted to get out the house my oldest my oldest and um he took a picture with her and when he went to grab her he was like do you even know who I am and she goes yeah your mom made you come yeah all right let's take this picture <laughs> <laughs> that's so sweet and he was so funny about it you know because he knew yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was amazing. It was amazing. So I got to see him twice in his solo career. That's beautiful. I'm glad Mm -hmm. that happened. Someday I'm gonna buy a big fat car and go to work to be a movie star. I know I'm gonna have it all someday. Hey, I'm gonna play some golf with Tiger Woods, be a big shot up in remember when this came out now what i can't remember is was it his album that came out first or jordan's it was his it was joey's joey's came out first yeah because jordan came out right after um because his came out in march jordan's i can't remember which month they came out but it was shortly after that's why it's so close right and then they yeah we'll get my fact checker on it yeah right (laughs) then they started out yeah. <laughs> then they started showing um Jordan's video on TRL. And we were like, oh, they're competing now. They're both great. <laughs> Little friendly competition. I wondered yeah. if either of them had worked on each other's album. I don't think they did. But yeah, I think right. I know definitely Donnie and Danny, I think, worked on Joe's album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did on the first album. So I don't remember if they worked on Jordan's. I'm sure they did. I just can't remember right now <laughs> there's usually a little bit of donnie on everything so i i would imagine donnie was on jordan's album as well 
yeah. or at least producing or writing or something like that. Right. Yeah, I know. I know. Oh, um, yeah. I got to see Daddy okay. Jordan, but the blockheads yeah. can correct us. <laughs> They can right into the show and tell, tell me if, if I'm making up facts that are real. <laughs> right. They, I know they're going to school us. They'll be like, Hey, I know. Mm-hmm. I got it. I, know I got it. <laughs> what other, uh, any, any other exciting stories from, uh, with, from, from the new kid's life that you'd like to share? So Jordan I got to see him at the Virgin Megastore and Joey when they released their albums and I got it signed. But Jordan, there used to be a club here um, called Culture Club, um, the original Culture Club. And Jordan performed there. And so I went there that night, not anticipating much. And there was a sign and it was made of, um, oh, it was kind of like this, like vinyl, right? Um, and I flirted with security all night, right? Because I was like, you know, can I have that at the end, you know, whatever. And, you know, they wasn't trying to let that happen. But a girl is persistent. I've always been persistent. So I got to see Jordan. He was performing. These blockheads are vicious when it comes to their men. I'll tell you that because I couldn't get to the front. They weren't trying to let the girl go through. So I was like, it's okay. It's okay. I'll see him from where I'm at or whatever. But I got that sign at the end of the night, though. I kept flirting and he gave it to me and I have it to this day. It's packed up, but I have it to this day with Jordan on it. It was May of 2000 something. I can't remember. It was like 2001 or something. It was Mm -hmm. amazing. So I got to see him there. I saw him again at uh, the same club, different location a couple of years later. And that was that was um, an amazing experience, too, because he was like right there. He pulled I, at that time. I took that sign from the old club. I took it with me to show Jordan that I had it mm-hmm. and he noticed it and pulled me up on stage. So I was up on stage with Jordan with the sign and I was just like <laughs> I was geeking out. It was great. Like so that one I got to see him and, you know, all no that good way. stuff. Yeah, I've had many encounters with them. Yeah, I've been blessed. I've been blessed and lucky. But a girl is persistent. That's the only reason it happens. You got to be persistent, not annoying, but persistent. (laughs) Amen. Don't Mm want to be annoying because nobody wants that. No, yeah, yeah. 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 But then if you're not persistent, you don't get to see them. You know what I mean? So I did that. I saw them when they rang the the bell in Wall Street. Um, I got to see them then too. And that was a long, long time ago. So. Oh, that's so cool. Did mm-hmm. you get to go into, uh, into the, um, stock exchange? No. Was it outside. It was outside. So at that time I had my own business and it was a store dedicated to rocket heavy metal. And when <laughs> I heard that new kids were going to be over there, I closed my store. I said, I have an emergency. Everybody got to go. And I shut my store down. I got on the train. I went straight over there. Now, mm-hmm. mind you, I'm all rocked out and stuff. I wasn't like this at that time, you know? And then I went and then I got to see them at the end, like right when they had finished 
ringing yeah. the bell, but I caught them. I caught them. And I got to see uh, uh, Danny. I took a picture with him and I got to see the guys and then they just went off. So it was like a real quick moment, but yeah. I still got to see them. A girl was like, I'm going to see them. I don't care. My cl- forget my store. <laughs> That's amazing. You pulled that off. Cause I, I've been outside the stock exchange once and it's very heavily protected. Like, you know, from what I could see, I mean, but this was also, what year was that? That was still after 9-11, wasn't it? 2008, 2009? No. When they were in the book? Yeah. Shortly after the reunion? I think so. I think so. See, my years, I'm not good with years. (laughs) (laughs) I just know the encounters. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not good with years. But yeah, I've had many. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then Wahlburgers at uh, Coney Island before that closed. Wahlburgers in 85th Street before that closed. Is there I a think- lot of them gone now? Well, and we don't have any in New York City. Guys, we need one over here. We don't have. We had two. We had one in Coney Island, and we had one in 85th Street. Gone. It's gone. very surprising to me that New York City would not have a location anymore. Mm-hmm. Best believe you will see me there every day. Like, I'm going to work there, I'm telling you. You gotta. <laughs> yeah, no, I have to. As a hostess, though, I'm not serving. I, I hate working in uh, restaurants. But <laughs> That's what I do. I'm a server. Yeah. 23 oh, years now. Yeah. Bless you. I can't do it. <laughs> and it's Good not money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear, I hear you. I hear you. You have to put up with some shit sometimes, you know? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I can't do it. I can't. I tried. I mean, I've been in customer service all my life. I've been working retail forever. So I get it. It's just like you with that. But no, a girl is done with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, Raven, um, we both spent some time listening to this album that came out in 1999, which was Joey McIntyre's Stay the Same. Mm-hmm. Um, like we said, it, both him and Jordan released a solo album in the same year. Mm-hmm. At what I consider to be the right time because of what the musical climate was like. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had in sync Backstreet Boys, you had a lot of boy bands in the 90s coming out, you know. So when the originals came out and was like, hey, we still here, I was like, ah! I was losing my mind. Well, really we're back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we were hoping, right? We were like, they got to get back together. Come on, come on. <laughs> I didn't see that happening. Honestly, when it, like, I just, when it happened, trust me, I was ecstatic. But at the time in 1999, I didn't see a new kids reunion as a possibility. Mm -hmm. I didn't either, but a girl was hopeful. I know they had the show that was trying to put them together for one night only. And when that didn't happen, it broke my heart. I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. but they said, you know, if we do it, we're going to do it on our own terms. And I was like, okay. So there's still hope. It took forever, 14, 15 years. But hey, it happened. When these came out, I'm like, I was I was excited that they were doing music again because we knew Joey and Jordan had to be the ones to do it. Mm -hmm. And it just hadn't happened yet. And I I could tell I I knew the reason why was they needed at that time to up to pass, I think, where they got to go back to their own lives live a bit normally you know Mm -hmm. so that they would have the desire again do you know what I mean yeah 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 sometimes you gotta like step away and miss it to be hungry again I get Mm -hmm. it 
that happens to all of us no matter what it is so yep. yeah i get it i get it so like you've been with that person forever and you're like get out of my face for like a month or two so i can miss you <laughs> well that's true i mean like the fans were going on to new music they were getting into grunge they were doing they were growing up right so the fans need a little time to miss them too Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, and boy did i <laughs> i didn't realize I was- how much yeah, I went all the way the other way, you know. I was like, I don't I don't have room for another boy band in my heart. So I mean I did like in sync a lot. I did like um Backstreet Boys and I love the party. And a <gasps> lot of people don't even know who they are, but it's okay. I was in love with the party and you couldn't tell me nothing yet. I was into the grunge, the rock, the heavy metal, the Marilyn Manson, the this and that, and I was doing my 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 rock thing. You know, I wasn't even thinking about it. I was like, well, if there's no new kids, this is all there is. <laughs> yeah. I like yeah. rock too. Like I've, been, well, I mean, my band, I was in a rock band. So like, I mean, I've always been a rocker as well. And I mean, Bon Jovi's right up there for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I love Metallica. I used to play drums in a band too. So I hear you, girl. What did you That's do in your band? I was a singer. It was a singer? Yeah, mm-hmm. I could totally see that. Uh-huh, go ahead, girl. <laughs> but yeah no i've always 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 loved rock mm-hmm. but i but i just love every genre to me if it's got a cool melody i'm into it you know if it mm-hmm. grabs me gets my attention doesn't matter what genre it is yeah me too because one of my favorite hip-hop is uh, slick rick is my favorite rapper of all time so i love him <laughs> you must have been happy when he was on the fix oh my god i know i was like <laughs> I was like, you're on. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I love that all my idols in some way, shape, or form have collaborated with new kids. And it's the weirdest thing. It's like, yes, oh my God. Mm-hmm. It was meant to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially in 2008 on the block, there are so many collaborations on that album. There really is. I was like, okay. And then I get, I still, you know, when you're a new kids fan, when you was younger, people made fun of you. I'm from the hood of Brooklyn. I'm from the Bronx, but at that time I was living in Brooklyn all the way to the age of 14 and living in the hood of Brooklyn and you're Puerto Rican. You're supposed to love salsa music and all this stuff. And I do, but I had these white boys all over my wall and people were like, what the hell? You know, I wore the shirt like I got teased. They dirtied my shirt. They took my buttons and threw it away. And I was still like, I don't care. (laughs) I love them. I had pictures of Joey and my trapper keeper like you could. And like I had that. I had that. So as an adult, um, you know, we get made fun of playfully, though, not like as vicious as when we were younger. So I still have friends that are like, oh, you're going to see the mixtape tour. You mean the has been tour? Because <laughs> they have all these old artists. I'm like, uh, they're legends. Get that yeah. right. <laughs> they paved the way for your stuff, you know. <laughs> Amen so, to that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I love it. I love it.
Friends, you know what I really love doing is podcasting. It's so much fun, and I've been so lucky because I've talked to amazing people so far doing this show. And I'm trying to bring you guys the very best content I can. Now, in doing that, it does get kind of expensive, and I'm on a little bit of a budget to do so. But there's a way you guys can help out, and it's called Patreon. If you visit our Patreon page, you can subscribe to our podcast and get all kinds of ultimate perks just for subscribers. There's different tiered levels, so you can join for only $1 a month if you'd like. What's in it for you? Bonus content. We'll give you a shout-out on the show. We're going to be recording all kinds of super secret stuff just for our Patreon subscribers. And in doing that, in subscribing, you're going to help us pay the bills. Help me pay my phone bill when I'm calling people far away for an interview. Help us pay for our licensing fees so we can play you awesome music clips and so much more to help keep this boat afloat. Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dope nostalgia. Hi, we're the new kids on the block. Now you can hang up with us 24 hours a day on our brand new hotline. Just pick up your phone and call us on 1-900-9095-KIDS. You hear our most secret day-to-day thoughts. Let's check this out. We'll tell you all about our brand new talking fan club hotline. Word. It'll blow your mind, so call us right now. Plus, a portion of each call helps us support United Cerebral Palsy. So remember, we'll, we'll be loving, loving you forever. forever. See ya. $2 for the first minute, 45 cents for each additional minute. Kids, get your parents' permission first. said stay the same came out at a great time i was surprised about the lead off single being the ballad that it was it was very like the song was stay the same it was mm-hmm. the very first single off the album and it's i don't know how to describe it it kind of had like a please don't girl feel to the music but the 
but it, but it was just like an encouraging song to lift you up and be like, love yourself, take care of yourself, believe in yourself. And then you get into the big choir near mm-hmm. the end of the song. The church choir, like I like to call it. Yeah. I the mean, it's like was- an event. Yeah, it's a very inspirational song. It's what I'm into now, um, being a life coach and stuff. I try to find music that is inspiring. And Mm -hmm. that is a very inspirational song, letting you know that it is okay to be yourself and stuff, which I absolutely love. Mm -hmm. But I mean, um, there are so many other songs on that album that I kind of like a little better, but that song was good. And then the second single was I Love You Came Too Late. Um, yeah, my favorite song on the album. That That's your favorite song? I Love You Came Too Late, yeah. I Love You Came Too Late. Yeah, I can't sing. I probably can't sing like you, but you know, I to- I'm totally feeling it. I love it. <laughs> but I like uh, Without Your Love, which is the last song on that album. It's such a weird song in a good way. Uh, he's crying. Like you hear the pain and the emotion. Yeah. And that's, a, I mean, I cried also is another one on the on that album. They're both like, I don't know, maybe I was just into sad songs at the time. <laughs> this is a very emotional album for Joey. Like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. the baby comes out and he's a man now, and he, but he's really feeling stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, but without your love, yeah, he... It's gut wrenching his vocal in that one. He gets like really upset and the tears and all of that. It's cool. And the cool thing is, too, is like Joey's always had a very Broadway voice. He's always been like a theater voice of the group. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's really cool to see how he does all the takes on all these pop songs and Mm -hmm. makes them into that style in some ways. Yeah. Yeah, but what I like about it also is that it has a little rock feel to it because that little guitar solo that's yeah. going on, it has like that 80s vampire-ish, lost boyish vibe to mm-hmm. it. And that's what I like about it because it's sexy and the guitar riff and I'm just like, yeah, I'm feeling that song. So I really like that song more than any other song on that album. <laughs> that's the favorite, hey? Mine, yeah, yeah. Even though it's sad, but I'm like, yeah, go ahead, cry it, cry, baby, cry. No, it's cool. <laughs> what am I to do? What am I to say? The things we used to do. Just can't live without your love. 
single couldn't stay away from your love or not single sorry track on the album couldn't stay away from your love it's got a nice groove that starts things off pretty nicely um Mm -hmm. but i can't do it without you i i like that's the second the second song i really enjoy that one i can't do it without you okay um well yeah i like the um, the way that i love you that i loved you that Mm -hmm. one is a cool one it's kind of like an anthem Mm-hmm. Um, I I'm like that at, one. I'm looking at the track list on the side here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that song too. And um, you got like a poppy dance one, like uh um we we can get down that one. That one's okay. Yep. It's got like, like a poppy. It's got like the 70s dance vibe to it. Hey, we can get down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that one too. And same with the song Give It Up. Now, mm-hmm. I'm pretty certain Donnie's in the very beginning of that song. Give it up, girl. Uh, come on. Give it up, girl. I swear that's Donnie. Has to be, right? We might <laughs> verify that. <laughs> Boys or blockheads. Someone to get it, set us right on that one, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so yeah, right. It's Donnie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't know. I kind of just like all the, mostly the ballads on that, you know. Mm. I guess that's where my headspace was at that time. <laughs> Let me take you for a ride. Is okay. probably like my third favorite. On Your there. third favorite? Yeah. yeah. I like the upbeat ones a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the whole album is cool. It's just that I like, um, I don't know. I don't know. I just, that emo- I'm a very emotional person too. And so when, you know, he was singing them ballads, he was just so emotional about it. And I, I was feeling that. So I'm just like, all right, cool. But yeah, yeah. girl likes to party and stuff. So I really enjoyed Jordan's album more. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I did. <laughs> I, That's the thing. I, I never wanted them to ever ha- be like, loop, like actually competing. If there was a competition at all, it was obviously friendly. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, it- yeah. That year they did like the, some MTV like spring break thing and they hosted it together. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? No, no. There's probably not on YouTube. Yeah, no, I didn't see that one. I was just busy trying to see them whenever they came to New York and I, I was able to see them separately and then just hoping they should have done an album together. You know, now that I think about it, right? Hmm. But I'm kind of glad that they just did their own things for a while. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe later that would have been a thing. They have done one song together. I think it was on a Joey's Christmas album where they did. I think they did Little Drummer Boy together. It's like ah. featuring Jordan Knight. Okay. That's way later. <laughs> I guess, yeah. That was recent. What, 2011? That's when he released that Christmas album. 
Yeah, because Joey has several solo albums that have come out. And to be honest with you, I don't really know them that well. He has seven. <laughs> Is that many? I have, yeah, I have like oh. all of them, but <laughs> he has like, well, if you if you count the Christmas album, yeah. it's seven. Yeah, I believe he has a uh, job, Joe. Yeah, I think I it's think, a. I think Danny also has more solo albums. Yeah, he does. Danny, <laughs> I got a Danny story for you too, if you want to hear it. Of course. So Danny, when he released his solo album, he also performed at BB King's. And I went there um, to see him. I got VIP. It was um, over there at uh, BB King's. And I got to sit. My seat was literally like on the stage. Like the stage is right here. Like my desk, my table was right there. And I can touch, right? I can touch the stage. That's how close I was. So I, uh, I remember I had like the red hair and stuff like that. Danny was doing like a Q&A and he was doing his like unplugged versions of the songs and stuff. And he was there with his guitar and stuff. And I actually was like, hey, Danny, my question is, can I have your written songs? And he gave it to me. I still have it to this day. I have his handwritten lyrics. Are you serious? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, because he had like he was on stage and he had his paper there. You know, he's playing his guitar, looking at his paperwork or whatever. And obviously I can see what it is. So I was like, okay, those are handwritten lyrics that he had on the paper. And so when it was my turn to ask, you know, my question is, can I have your handwritten lyrics? And he actually gave it to me. I was like, I'm impressed that they weren't typed out, that they were written like yeah no like the he had, soulful man he is wrote it out right mm-hmm. no he did have um he did have typed up one he gave me like a bunch i have like uh several and some are typed and some are handwritten cool. mm-hmm. and i remember because he was wearing an aerosmith shirt and i love aerosmith and when i went backstage to meet him to take my picture with him and he was wearing his aerosmith shirt and we were talking about that and it was oh. awesome so <laughs> Oh, yeah, I could see him being an Aerosmith fan. Mm-hmm. And they performed with Aerosmith at the Boston Strong event. Yeah, I mean, he knew. Listen, when I I saw them, uh, what was it? Um, This was pre-COVID two years ago. They came here to Sony Square, right? That's when I originally showed Donnie my Wahlberg's tattoo. Oh, and that's, that's where I got Donnie to sign it. But um. I have another tattoo here. I don't know if you can see it. It represents my metal side and my boy band side. So Disturbed being my favorite heavy metal band. New Kids on Black being my favorite boy band. And the yin yang that represents both sides. You get it? So the one, one is like this for the metal and the other one is a star for pop, you know. And so Danny, uh, John looked at my uh, tattoo and was like, this this disturbed and danny was sitting next to me he was like yes that's a metal band i was like oh my god <laughs> yes john it's a yeah. band <laughs> yeah yeah john didn't know who disturbed was and then danny had to correct him was like so yeah that's a that's a rock band it's a metal band and I, the fact that he knew i was like danny's a rocker he is he's one of us that's why i'm yeah a- Cheers to Danny. 
Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, Danny Girls, he's a rocker. But yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I actually that one was that it wasn't Sony Square. Sony Square is where I showed him this. It was um J and R Music World before they shut down. Mm-hmm. I was the first one online, and I had slept over from Easter Sunday. They weren't going to be there until Tuesday. I was there Easter Sunday. <laughs> to sleep because wow. i want to be the first one to buy the album when it came out 10 so yeah that's when he saw that did that <laughs> cool disturbs a good band should yeah, do an episode on them oh my they god did stuff in the 90s didn't they or was it just the 2000s and no 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 they were around since the 90s but 2000 is when their first album hit the self-titled debate hit and um i i got stories about them too so we could talk about that on another show <laughs> Yeah, I love so I was just reading, reading some information on the album stayed the same here. Um, they said the album was able to gain substantial success due to the placement of the single stay the same, which peaked at number 10 on the billboard hot 100. Mm-hmm. Give it to you also peaked at number 10. So they tied. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Blackheads, we weren't going to let that happen. We love them both, you know? Yeah, it's cool that they tied completely on on the uh, chart positioning. Mm-hmm. And during that time when this album came out, Joey was touring with Britney Spears in a mm-hmm. Disneyland tour series to promote the yeah. uh, the album. So I don't I know how long they toured or where they all went, but I've seen that pictures. I've seen pictures of Joey and Britney together, um, mm-hmm. and. There was a concert special. I think you can find it also on YouTube with Brittany and Joey. Yeah. Well, that I didn't know. I only knew that Jordan, which I thought was weird, was touring uh, in the freestyle festival because I'm a big freestyle head, too. I love freestyle. Yeah, yeah. I just saw TK. That's a whole other thing. Um, So uh, he was I saw him at. Copacabana in New York City I had went to the freestyle festival because I wanted to see everyone and Jordan Knight was there and I was thinking to myself at that time that is such a weird combination freestyle it's his own thing and Jordan is there but I was happy because I love Jordan and I love freestyle and I went there and I don't know if you noticed on the remix album of New Kids um my favorite girl sounds freestyle. I play that on Freestyle Friday. I throw that in and it, it goes good together. Oh, sweet. <laughs> yeah, it totally sounds like freestyle if you listen to the remix version of it. There's been, well, Sweet Sensation opened in their freestyle and they opened for New Kids on the Magic mm-hmm. Summer Tour, I think. Yeah, so uh, that's what I'm saying. So, I mean, you'd be surprised. Um, I have... Um, Another show called On the Way to Famous has nothing to do with NK Airplay. And, and I interviewed some of the artists as well. And when I interviewed K7, he talked about um, new kids and how they inspired them. And I mean, you'd be surprised who they know. Everyone, even the most gangsters rapper that you would think would have nothing to do with new kids, no new kids. And it's amazing. I love it. They had DMX on their song. Yeah. They're DMX guests on the new kids on the block song. Yeah, I know so that respect is there. Yeah, you know? I know. I know. I know. It's coming from the same people that used to tease me and they talk about all oh, these white boys. I'm like, mm-hmm. so who do you listen to? Because I bet you they know new kids. Neo. <laughs> Neo is on a new kid song. Yeah, I know. I mean, you have boys. I love boys too. But, um, mm. you know, they toured with new kids. It was great. I don't know. I love it. 
and naughty by nature. Those guys are tight with them. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. respect. <laughs> yeah, man. You got method men on, you know, on blue bloods and hanging out with Donnie. It's like, mm-hmm. That's true. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, I know. I love it. I'm now looking at the track listing for Stay the Same to see the writers. And under the song I said was sounded like Donnie in the beginning. Give it up. He's a writer. Mm-hmm. You've got like seven, eight writers on that song. <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. We got a lot of producers, too. If you check on the producer, they have a long list of who produced that album. There's not much information on Wikipedia about this album. Mm-mm. But uh, but you can see on the producer, you got a bunch of people, including, um, you know, Donnie and, and mm-hmm. Annie and yeah. Walter, F- how do I say his name? Afanasiev? Yes, Walter Afanasiev. He was the one who from Columbia Records who always wrote with Mariah Carey in the beginning. Ah, okay. I can't pronounce that. You're good. I, <laughs> I need Google I, to say it for me. <laughs> I, I got all the syllables in. I just don't know if I said them right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Um, so yeah, Joe, like you said, Joe's had several solo albums. Let's take a look at which the different ones are. Cause I really need to listen to them. I do meet Joe Mack was the next one, but that was yeah. 2001, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then one too many live 809 was next. Um, Ooh, I uh, love the song rain off of uh, meet Joe Mack. I think that was probably the first single. Uh, what else here we go again um yeah here we go again Christmas is a, yeah but one of my favorites is i'm waiting song or album song i'm waiting okay. it's so sexy <laughs> and that's on has, the here we go again album i believe so yeah and it has um a lot of innuendos i love that song i'm waiting <laughs> Phone rings and I come rushing But it's just a bill collector 
I love sexual innuendos. If that's where you're going with that, that's yeah. what Jordan's night. That's what Jordan's music is made of. Yeah. <laughs> so it's cool yeah. to hear Joey do it. <laughs> yeah. I, I love Jordan's albums. Oh my God. It's like, um, he, he wasn't like my favorite new kid, but my favorite solo albums by far came from Jordan Knight. I can He's listen more, to that all day and never get tired. <laughs> up until he was always more of an R&B flavored artist. Mm -hmm. Up until I would say, well, Nick and Knight isn't very R&B, maybe a little bit. Mm. L Love Songs was more of a pop album, hey? Just him and yeah. the piano mostly. Yeah. But yeah, but I, I just love Jordan Knight's music. But yeah, I'm waiting. It's sexy and I'm going to use it in probably one of my acts when I <laughs> do my burlesque. I'm going to, because I love oh, cool. <laughs> Ooh, so. own this so joey put out in 2020 he actually did release a solo song called own this town yeah he got like um a few songs on that yeah prolific mm -hmm. just came out um this year prolific mm -hmm. is that the song about his wife i, I'm not, I don't think so you know i got i gotta listen to it again because <laughs> he had done a video this year i think that was for dedicated and for his wife it was so sweet barrett joey's wife mm -hmm. and of course he's a father of three his son for those who don't know griffin mcintyre is quite a star now in his own right then we all know griffin did you mm -hmm. see his show oh my goodness country strong is that what it was no what was it called yeah country, uh, country comfort 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 yeah, yeah country comfort mm -hmm. I on saw netflix mm -hmm. i binge watched it. i saw it in like two days it's uh, unfortunately wasn't renewed for another season which is too no. bad no but he was adorable and it was his first try he reminded me so much of his dad oh my god he dies but you know that's just the first go at it you know he's i think griffin has a promising career ahead of him mm-hmm mm-hmm like I said, all the blockheads know about little Griffin, but well, Griffin's not so little anymore. Isn't he 14 now? Yeah, he's a teenager. Yeah. He's always going to be little, little Griffin to us, though. You know how that goes. <laughs> Him st standing on the piano singing tonight. Aww. Oh, my 
my god i know i was like yeah. we just fall in love and you hear the entire stadium oh like i wonder how that was for him was it scary i mean he's used to it his dad is famous so i don't know but he was adorable and he had that little voice too <laughs> he'd get used to it yeah mm-hmm. like at first it would be intimidating but he'd get used to it mm-hmm. just like just like us too you know yeah, you yeah. Do like karaoke, go to karaoke, you're scared the first time. And then mm-hmm. after that, you're addicted to it. Well, no, all I need is like two shots and I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do stand up comedy. So I did exactly that before I hit the stage. I took two shots to relax me and then I got up there. <laughs> hey, you know, com- stand up comedy, I think is even harder than singing. I think stand up is one of the most vulnerable things you can do. If you're, yeah, because you're up there alone. Cause I, I, I even did improv, but you're there with a group. So if you all mess up, if one mess up, you all mess up or, you know, whatever. But when you're doing stand up, it is scary, especially if you don't get them to laugh. Oh my goodness. That everyone has had a bad day. Even the most funniest comedians have had a bad day. I know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you watched many of Joey's movies or television appearances? on shows because a lot of people well, might not know that he's quite the actor obviously yeah. he was on broadway but yeah yeah he was on boston public um uh, i remember seeing him there that was mm-hmm. one of his earlier stuff uh, i'm trying to remember what other shows he was on that wasn't the only one um, i got it right i got the wikipedia in front of me oh you have um, that okay i just remember boston public mostly mm-hmm. um he was on that I'm trying to remember what other shows. Oh my God, I was prepared. He's been in Wicked. Yeah, well, that's Broadway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, Wicked. you're talking about TV appearances. I'm just looking through all his acting stuff. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was getting confusing. Yeah. <laughs> Dancing with the Stars. He won third yeah. place. Yeah, we we saw. Of course, we all saw that. We were like, "Go ahead, do it." <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah i think he's done more broadway than other things yeah <clears throat> oh he was in the movie the heat with um sandra bullock and melissa mccarthy mm. did i see that i don't think i saw that now i have to watch it see now i have to brush up he's one of the family members i think of melissa mccarthy mm-hmm. um and he appeared in the cbs tv sitcom the mccarthy's yes um and then didn't he have a a show um return of the mac yes yeah i saw what jordan's instagram live or facebook live when they're at a starbucks him and joe and joe's like the the song return of the mac came on and Uh. on the radio and Mm -hmm. joe's like watch return of the mac Watch Return of <laughs> He's just making up lyrics. It was so cute. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love that song too, but <laughs> that's a good song. It's a good vibe. Yes. So the most recent things Joey has been doing, obviously, besides what's happened with, you know, new kids getting ready for a tour, mm-hmm. um, was he did a Las Vegas residency there, short, like just short residencies there with Debbie Gibson yeah 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 and that's crazy Did you go to that no and i'm going next week to vegas no way <laughs> i'm going for thanksgiving week yeah and then i'm like of course of course i get to go after he already did a show there 
No, I didn't get to do that. No, it was too much. You know, I, I just got the, um, I was saving up because I'm still hopeful that they're going to do a cruise next year. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying not to tap into my funds when it comes to that. So I was like, okay, I got to make a decision, you know, and I got my bar stool for the tour coming up. So I was like, that's it. That's it. I can't spend any more money, you know, because I need to make sure I get on that cruise. If it happens. If you you already had uh, tickets for the cruise that was canceled? Yeah, I did. So then you get you probably get first dibs again. Yeah, we do. And but I still have to have the money, right? No, 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 exactly, exactly. I was just wondering because I've like I've never been on the cruise myself. It's something I want to do, but I bet it'll be hard for me if they're all the people who had already sold it out are probably gonna go first, right? Yeah, they what they do usually what they do if you have um if you're part of black nation you get first dibs right but they always do it well this time they're gonna do it in the order of the people that had the tickets but outside of that it's usually the 10 time cruisers or the ones that have been on every cruise they go first mm -hmm. right and then after them it's the fans black nation and then everyone else so if you have a black nation account you can still buy tickets good to know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. for oh, all the keep that in mind get that yeah that's the way you do it so you can get your tickets mm -hmm. beautiful okay cool I, I would definitely try <laughs> yeah that's girl, the same thing that I same thing for me I got to get that money sorted mm -hmm, before mm -hmm. beforehand I know it's like I gotta sell a piece of my soul or something <laughs> I've got I still got a little bit of good liver left I could you know sell you know definitely i mean i charge by the pound right so we could definitely <laughs> like take some of that <laughs> i got some i got, I got spare organs like kidneys i'm ready yeah i'm ready to do this <laughs> uh, well before we wrap this one up is there anything you'd like to add about uh your fandom for joey and and this album oh like i said um I love you, Joey. I mean, you're always going to be here. You can stare at me with those eyes all you want and you'll have me hypnotized every time. Um, sing to me. Next time I see you, I would love for you to sing to me. We'll work something out, right? <laughs> and um, yeah, <laughs> Jordan, I want to dance suavemente with you. I'm not playing. I'm coming after you. It's going to happen. And um, yeah, you, won. <laughs> you heard it here on Dope Nostalgia. And um. <laughs> Yeah, and Donnie, stop playing. You got to hire a girl. I mean, I want to be your mascot. I got you, you know. My ultimate goal, I'm going to tell you, Naomi, okay? Mm -hmm. I would love to DJ on the New Kids Cruise. I'm nice putting it out there. I'm putting it out there, right? Let's mm -hmm. just see what happens, you know. If not, that's okay. I'm going to bring my little equipment and I'll just DJ for the blockhead. It's cool. I've done it before. So oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. where, would you, where would you set it up? In like one of the ballrooms or something probably if if i'm allowed to and if i can't okay party in my room and i'll let them know what room it is and they can just come through and woo, so we'll cool i know right but they're probably gonna try to stop me but you know a girl's persistent i'm just saying <laughs> that's the key word of this episode is persistence persistence yes 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 and i and and i love my joey and my donnie and my jordan and i love john oh my god i love john so much too <laughs> And my Danny, I don't know. I can't just, I love them all. I love them all. We do. We do always yeah. and forever. But yeah. thank you so much for spending time with me today, Raven. 
Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me on your show. It was awesome. And tell everybody where they can find your shows. So so every Thursday on NK Airplay Radio at 5 p.m., you can hear A Day in the Life of a Blockhead. Any of my other shows, just follow me and you'll see whenever we do a live event, I do it over Zoom and I DJ the parties at NK Airplay. Um, mm-hmm. I have the other one um, that I said it was going to be on YouTube. It hasn't premiered yet. It's going to premiere in January. Okay. And that one is called On the Way to Famous. Mm. And I interview some artists and it's fun. Just come check it out. Okay. And of course, I always tell everyone, do this with me, Naomi. You know what I'm about to do, right? Yes. Stay, stay humble. And as always, stay fabulous. <laughs> Beautiful. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> hey, kids, put down that Tamagotchi and listen for a second. You know, you can follow us on Twitter at Nostalgia Dope, Instagram at Dope underscore Nostalgia. Visit our website at www.dopenostalgia.com or pick up the phone and call us at 780-851-8785. This podcast is licensed by SoCan because we believe that artists should be paid for their work.